Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I am doing so good. We are nearly two weeks away from Christmas. Two weeks, I think, officially today. And I am in the hoe spirit. The hoe spirit? <laughs> the whole yeah. Yeah, I've been hoeing all day. Mm-hmm. Last night and this morning. Wow, that's a lot of hoeing that's, to be done. That's how many ho ho hoes. And then we um, decorated the tree and sang some Christmas carols. Wow, look at you in your yeah. full Christmas uh, spirit mode. Yeah. Um. Did you get my Christmas card? I forgot to tell you when we were literally like we just wow. cut off for like 10 minutes and I completely forgot to tell you because I got it when we came home to let Winston out in the middle of a Christmas party and then I was going to message you and then I forgot because we left yeah. immediately. I did, did not. Did you not like it? I did like it. Um, okay. I especially can I tell you something that I'm, I'm being genuine right now too. Can I tell you something that I really appreciate about your Christmas card? What's that? I like that you and Adam each individually sign the bottom. Yes. And that you don't sign for him because no. I feel like that is so genuine because there's some people who'll be like, oh, I just signed for like my partner or something. And it's like, really, they couldn't take two freaking seconds to write their own name. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So yeah, I did appreciate that. I knew you wrote the rest of it because I obviously yeah. know your handwriting. By yeah. Now. You know my handwriting. Yeah. Um. Okay. Great. I love that compliment. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Did you like the photo that I included? <laughs> I was going to ask you actually, because it was like. It almost was, it looked like the size of those in, uh, what are those things called? Yeah, those the Instamax. Instamax. Yeah. That's Instamax not what it was though, was Polaroid it? Photo. No, no, no. Because I've seen that photo online, so you must have printed them. Sometime. Yeah, I basically made on Photoshop, um, like, oh, a, like a layout or something. A, a replica of the Instamax photo, because I wanted like a little Polaroid. So smart. And then I put in the the photo itself mm-hmm. and then i like cut them out individually genius i love this Thank this you. is a great hack i think for anybody who wants to like do the whole thing where because you know most people do the like they go on snapfish or they go on spot yeah. not spotify what's the other they one go on spotify <laughs> 
and they like there's a template and you just plug in your photos and it prints out on like photo paper and that's usually how people send them out but like a that's expensive b i also like the little i think it's cuter like it's so it's like small and it's, it's just small. it's it's almost yeah. like when you get it's like the same size as like the wallet photos that you get of like yeah. kids when they're in school yeah it was pretty cute and i just i wanted to do that uh that thing that everybody does where it's just like a, mm -hmm. a combination of photos because i like it and it's really nice to include your dogs in it yeah, and all this yeah. stuff but um we we didn't really have that many pictures and you're right it's like expensive so. it gets very expensive and it's like a whole thing because it's a whole to do because it takes even longer because you you have to organize order it all it. Yeah. order it get it mailed to you and then also mail them out and i like yeah. Yeah, your way is obviously a lot quicker as well. But I did like it. And Thank I like the little touch of a little a little photo in there. Because it's always nice when you open a card and something falls out. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> I'm glad that I didn't have uh, with like a confetti bomb you. Oh, I would not like that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would not like that. Right. I would That's not like mess. glitter yeah. um, actively. Uh, <laughs> it was funny, actually, because we were at a family Christmas party. And we do like grab bag, white elephant, whatever you want to call it. Ooh. And um, Will had picked. Oh, I have a funny story actually to tell about him as well. But Will had picked up a bag at one point and it must have had glitter on it because later we were like sitting on the couch and I was like, oh, you have glitter on me. He's like, ugh. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah glitter i love glitter glitter makes glitter. me so happy but glitter gets everywhere but it's so pretty well, and it's so like you cannot it's so hard to find anything that doesn't have glitter on it around the holidays like yeah. ornaments uh bags cards like literally yeah. everything is coated in glitter and it's very annoying for someone like me who i'll only i only like the glitter if it's like encased so if i touch it it's not gonna get all over my hands yeah yeah you know but yeah i'm not a big fan of glitter but i want to tell you a funny story about will because i haven't told you the story yet uh so you're gonna get to hear it live on the podcast for the first time hopefully he's not mad i'm sharing this he probably isn't yeah, but i mean it's something it's not even it's it's really shows that he's a good person versus me who's like just obviously not a good person sometimes sure so in our game of grab bag and in most games of like white elephant or grab bag you're able to steal right like in our family so if, for those who aren't familiar i'm pretty sure everyone is you pick a number everyone like has wrapped a gift and put it in and there's like a dollar limit assigned and this one was like a $15 limit. It's like, we do both. We do a high, low a number and a low number. And this one was 15 and it's Will's turn. And you can steal someone else's gift if they've already opened it. And you're like, Ooh, I want that. And you can only steal it up to three times. Well, it's Will's turn. And he has kind of like his lay of the land. He could pretty much get anything. Cause he got a high number in the, in the order. And he sees this, um, it's this game. I feel like other people are familiar with it where there's like, imagine like a pole, like a vertical pole. And then there's little hooks on both sides. Oh, and yeah. There's those little rings on strings. Yeah. You got to like yes. hook them. Yeah. I played this game at axe throwing. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, this game exists and it's, it had its own little like self contained version of it. And my cousin had it uh, and she was holding on to it. Right. And keep in mind, she has two children. I don't know their ages. I'm going to say they're around 10 because that's how old they look to me. One has braces. I don't know how old you have to be to get braces, but let's just say around 10. And Will was like, oh, there's like nothing else I really want. Okay, I'm going to take the game. And one of her kids comes up and he's like, no. And he was, 
he was like, he was really, he really wanted the game. And I was like, I said to Willow, I was like, I'm not getting involved. I'm like, you can steal it if you want. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. it, I had to learn when I was that age that sometimes gifts get stolen and that's the game, you know? Yeah. Poor Will. He has such a big heart. He could, he couldn't, he couldn't do it. He had to get something else. And he was, I was like, that kid conned you so hard. Yeah. Like, that's he knew what he was doing. That's the thing is that um, these children just get away with murder. That's it. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> children can get away with murder. I know. Basically, I think like I get it. Like I would probably do the same thing. However, that kid needs to just relax and realize yeah. that's part of the game. Exactly. But I just thought it was so funny. And if I was their mother, I would be like. That's the she game. she was well she that's the thing she did laugh and she was like oh I'm sorry and I was like it's fine like don't worry about it but Will just couldn't couldn't do it and he asked me later he's like would you would have would you have stolen it from the kid and I was like I don't know maybe <laughs> you know, just, like I had to learn when I was that age that like people steal not steal like in life but like in the game it's a game you know that's part of the game yeah but anyway, um, Will has a good heart, and uh, he he couldn't steal from a child, so you know. Okay, well, good for Will. Yeah, Slytherin who? <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about today, Sarah. We're no. covering this movie, which we've literally since the dawn of this podcast, the first year we were covering holiday movies. This movie has always been on the list. Don't wait, grimacing. It has. No, 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 no. That's not why. I'm sorry. Oh, I, okay. It's. it's I, my biggest gripe in life is IMDb, and it's just doing IMDb things. Again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't no, making a fine. face at you. No, it's true. Like, we've been talking about covering this movie for a while, and it just kept mm -hmm. getting kicked down the road. And quite like when we were talking about Jack Frost, we've covered all the big ticket movies that are Christmas right. movies from the 90s. We've done the Santa Claus. We've done... Um, Home Alone one Home and alone. two. We've done Jingle All the Way. So now we're getting scraps. And um and I I guess I'll be home for Christmas is a scrap. Now uh it stars a 90s icon, Jonathan Taylor Thomas or mm -hmm. JTT, as the kids called him back in the day. I know him. I actually did watch Home Improvement. Uh, like, I don't know why. But I did. I feel like, well, because it was one of those shows that always was on in syndication, like after we yeah. got out of school. So it was just always available to us. Yeah. So I I did watch Home Improvement. And you're right. It was very available. And I also, obviously, he voices young Simba. What an icon. Yes. But and that was when, like. Um, have you ever had people ask like, oh, what is the what is the first animated character you yeah. can remember being attracted to? I, I do. Yeah. And young Simba, I feel like is a very popular or like teen no. Simba, not young, like the teen. OK, do you know the scene where they're doing the like weemba wet, weemba wet, like yes, Kuna Matata yeah. situation mm -hmm. and he's walking across the branch? I feel like that like the teen Simba is the one that people are like hot for. I do think that's a little weird to have a crush on a cartoon lion, but I, I'm just saying to judge. <laughs> People do that. It's true, though. Um, Who am I, I to judge? But JTT was like the thing in the 90s. He was the thing. But the thing is, is that he was like, I'm too good for this home improvement shit. I'm going to star in movies. And then he was a fucking flop and a half. And none of his movies like really took off. I suppose the most popular one of his movies 
is literally this movie is I'll be home for yeah. Christmas. Because what else does he have? Not much. Um, Fucking, uh, I don't know. A bunch of bullshit is what he has. I'm trying. That I'm looking creepy for creepy Pinocchio right now. movie. Yeah, I'm I looking. refuse to watch. And Tom and Hook. Like, nobody is watching Tom and Hook. He did nothing after 2000, really. Like, he should have just stuck with the tool time, man. He could yeah. have been the junior tool man. He could have taken over his father's business and tool show. Oh, did you know, apparently, he guest starred on Last Man Standing, which is the oh, other, no. like, popular Tim Allen uh, sitcom? Yeah. yeah. No, he really, he kind of dropped off the face of the planet. He's done some, like, uh, guest roles or whatever on, like, Eight Simple Rules. I remember he was on Smallville for a couple episodes. But, like, certainly he kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. But he, this was, like, his moment to shine. and. Yeah. I feel like it was really interesting because this you this is such a movie that you could tell when it was made, um, which is 1998, if we haven't already said, um, because co-starring alongside him is Jessica Biel. And this was yeah. like, oh, my God, this was right around the same time as Seventh Heaven. And she like rose in popularity because I think, yeah, so Seventh Heaven started in 96. So this was two years into Seventh Heaven. And she was like one of the more popular characters, I think, in that show as Mary. Yeah. Um, I've so never this is the seen, beginning of her as well. I've never seen Seventh Heaven. You don't need to. Are you sure? Okay, there's if this is how I suggest that you watch Seventh Heaven. Well, first of all, don't watch it. Second of all, go on TikTok. There is this guy, and he is so funny. I don't know his name. Let me see. I'm going to see if I could find him um, uh, while we podcast. And he sometimes will go back and rewatch episodes of Seventh Heaven and then talk about on how unhinged they are. Yeah. And he's so funny. And it's it's actually really, really, really well done. Um, but don't watch that show because it's, first of all, the main guy is very, very problematic. But second of all, it's just like, <laughs> it's basically like, super super christian and like so in a way that's in your face like the most christian show that's ever christian ever okay all right yeah i have i've have heard of it but i guess for me like jessica beale i just know her for being justin timberlake's wife right exactly the, the other jt <laughs> the other jt but yeah she plays Allie, who is who jtt's character jake is like infatuated with and then i need to know sarah did you recognize the enemy our little number one enemy over here eddie did you recognize him at all probably not uh, no definitely not so he interestingly enough played jessica beale's love interest on seventh heaven for a few years so that's how I recognized him. I was oh. Like, oh, wow. That's so interesting that they're like paired up here because, you know, they were uh, paired up on Seventh Heaven. Yeah. With Adam Lover Lavorgna. Okay, <laughs> sure. No, I don't know him. I, I, I don't know him at all. Who I do know, uh, who is very important to me, is the girl that plays Tracy because she plays that bitch from Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. <laughs> yes his little sister yeah yeah, yes. yeah she's in this movie as well and i feel like obviously like gary cole plays his father this guy is in like literally everything he was in like the brady brunch movies i just feel like he's always like that dad you know what i mean yeah yeah plays i definitely dad all the time. i definitely enjoyed the brady's bunch movies those oh, were didn't? very enjoyable yeah Paul was in that yes 
Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I found the the guy on TikTok who that I was mm-hmm. talking about. His name is Rob Anderson. He mm-hmm. is verified on TikTok as oh. as oh, oh he has such a good TikTok name. It's Hearth Robert because his name is Rob. Wow. Robert. That's actually really clever. Um, so if you're going to ever like do anything with seventh, you have to just watch him talk about it. Cause it's very funny. Okay. Well, um, I'll consider it. Yeah. So I don't know if I've ever seen this movie. I, I suppose it's a Disney movie. So I guess during the holidays on Disney, it played in one of those, not a Disney movie original type of thing, but uh, yeah. it's it's by by the Disney people. I think it did mm-hmm. go into theaters not successfully. And then also I think it's the first live action Disney movie to get the the do 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 and oh, the, the castle and thing the castle and the, yeah. yeah. So I mean I suppose that it was a big deal back in the day, but it seemed as though it kind of flopped and Honestly, it's because it's about like um it's about a scam artist douchebag um, making friends with other douchebags <laughs> and trying to get home for Christmas, uh, not because he wants to spend time with his family, but because this privileged white boy, um, a la Varsity Blues wants his daddy's porsche he wants a porsche yeah Yeah. so like it's all about jtt he's he's a college student in california and he hasn't been back to new york for christmas because i guess his mom died yeah and then mickey mouse hates moms (laughs) mickey mouse truly despises moms so his mom died and his dad got remarried in under a year which i'm not here to judge but also if I died and my husband got remarried in under a year, I'd haunt the fuck out of him. <laughs> like that, I'm sorry, but like, I mean, my body's barely cold. You know what I mean? I just feel like under a year is so quick to be like, I've moved on. Yeah, I do agree. I think that, of course, there's probably a lot of nuances. So I can't, I can't pretend to support or uh, chastise uh jake's dad who apparently does not get a name in this movie he's just jake's dad <laughs> he doesn't have a name he's just, no, he does his james james is his name okay on imdb he's just jake's dad so <laughs> that's uh, really funny so i get why jake is um kind of being a brat about coming home and he's mad at his dad and like mm-hmm. i don't disagree with that um Carolyn, his stepmom, seems nice enough, but obviously he's trying to um, avoid his reality that his mom passed away and that his home life looks very different and a new, like, pseudo-mom has stepped in his mom's place. So, like, I kind of understand and I can empathize with Jake about not wanting to go home for Christmas, but... um, he makes it very hard in this movie to sympathize with him because yeah. he's a douche. The biggest douche. He really, he really is a douche. So, yeah, the other part of it is he's dating this girl and they're both from New York. And he has traded in a plane ticket that his dad got him to come to New York for two tickets to Cabo San Lucas because he wants to take his girlfriend there for the holidays. And I'm just like... This is wild to me. Like, again, if you're 
if you're someone who doesn't really care about spending the holiday with your families and, every, and everything like that, like it makes sense to go away on a vacation. But I've never got that vibe from Allie. Allie feels like someone who like loves a white Christmas, loves to go home and decorate the tree with her mom, like is very much into those tr more uh, traditional sort of way to spend your holidays. And so he's like going to whisk her away. And she's just like, no, I, you know, I always go back home for Christmas. Like, why are you trying to like go on vacation instead? And this is where he makes his biggest mistake, Sarah. If he just tells Allie up front, hey, like I'm going, we're going to go back to New York. I traded in the plane tickets. Also, by the way, as a present for coming home, I'm also getting my dad's Porsche. He yeah. could have cut out all this in-between garbage, you know? Yeah. Just be honest. Uh, yes. He is dishonest. Well, he's lying by omission, which I don't know. You can debate all day if that's a lie, but it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She has a problem with it. She also, I mean, once again, like maybe if he was able to talk about his feelings, he would explain why it's so hard for him to go home. Um, to be honest with you, I would rather go to Cabo instead. Uh, so this, mm -hmm. this vacation seems like a good deal. But um, nonetheless, Jake also runs like 50 scams at this school. He sells fake IDs. He also has like a raging um, cheating business that involves beepers. The beepers that honestly killed me watching them all, all like cheat with beepers. But the problem is he has an arch nemesis whose name's Eddie. And apparently the reason that they're against each other is because Eddie also likes Allie, which is like really dumb. But in Eddie's mind, he's like, if I just literally kill Jake by m putting him out in the middle of the desert, then I'll get Allie for myself. Uh, so wait, was it Eddie that did this, or was it the football players that got caught cheating? So like, basically, both the, the football players got screwed because first they got their fake right. IDs taken away because they were too fake, and then they um got caught cheating. Or if they didn't get caught cheating, then they just like didn't get the answers. So, but Eddie is the one who orchestrates all of it. So it's Eddie's okay. fault that that yeah. Jake ends up in the in the middle of the desert, which is like so dangerous. Like I don't yeah. know exactly where he is. Like we know he's in California, right? But like I don't understand what desert he's in. But like if anybody's seen Breaking Bad or um Better Call Saul, you know it's so dangerous to be out in the middle of the desert, especially dressed as Santa Claus. So yeah, he gets swept off the feet um and knocked out by Eddie slash the football players and he gets a Santa beard and hat glued to his head. Also um, awful. Yeah. And also he's stuck in the Santa suit. So he's in the same costume for the majority of the movie. He eventually got the beard off and the hat off. <laughs> the but... old ladies ripped it off his face, which were yeah. the most rude, ridiculous car ride mates I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. So, okay, yeah. So we set up the, the movie, the premise. So he is stranded, but he has to find his way back to New York. And then this By, like, Christmas to... Eve at 6 p.m. Yeah, or by something. 6 Yeah, so, and this leads to a... Um, a tale that is just... Uh, 
incident upon incident. If it kind of reminded me of yeah. Rat Race. I was just gonna say there there are so many movies that follow this formula of like we're stranded in XYZ and we need to get to this other location by a specific time to get a certain thing. Like yeah. it very much reminds me of one of my like favorite John Cusack movies growing up, The Sure Thing, which is an 80 it's an 80s movie otherwise I definitely would have pitched that we'd cover it, which is like these this guy and girl are carpooling together across country and of course they end up falling in love and blah blah blah. But like yeah, there are so many movies that follow this formula and it's like oh and the adventures they get into along the way when like they're attempting to um what is it? Not hijack Hitchhike. Hitchhike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we see Jake. I mean, he's quite resourceful. He's definitely a con man. And he, we see him um, use people's phones. We see him ask his dad for money and his dad denies him because he thinks that it's just like a scam. He also has no money. He has no credit card. And he, he has, has nothing no, on him. He doesn't have no his phone. ID. Yeah. He, obviously, this is like in the beeper era. So there aren't even like cell phones. He has like pay phones. But one of my favorite like people he ends up hitching a ride with is these old women, right? Like he cons this old lady. He says like, oh, my dad's getting surgery. I need to get home. So he ends up in the back seat in between these old ladies. This one old lady's teeth are falling out and like literally her dentures are just coming out of her mouth. And I'm like 0% chance I'd touch someone's dentures. Right. So he honestly at this point really like, yes, he lied to get in the car, but he was just sitting in the back seat and these these old ladies were like put this woman's dentures in like um she offered him a gherkin i'm so sorry oh, yeah. a jar Pickle. of pickles yeah. is not road snack no and he said like can we pull over like i'm feeling like sick and then he, ultimately they didn't pull over so then he got sick and then he, they were like yelling at him like you're out of here you're kicked out because you got Ridiculous. sick when it's like you spilt pickle juice on him and threw your freaking teeth on his lap. What do you and think he was, was going to happen? Yeah, and he was in the middle sea and it was probably really hot and he's stuck in this costume. Yeah. So like, of course, he's going to get sick. So um, he, he gets kicked out of there. And there's coincidentally many times in this movie where he runs into Eddie and Allie because uh basically Allie needs to get back home so eddie is like so swarmy and he's like i'll take you back home i would never get in a car with this man like he's such a creepo and he's like hitting on her in, in like instantly basically he doesn't seem to be able to talk about anything but himself yeah um and he just seems like a jerk and an idiot yeah a jerky it a jerky it exactly he's, a, he's jerking it <laughs> he should not be jerking it <laughs> he might be so uh yeah so we we run into them and then what else happened i mean like everything happens right like, so yeah so there's movie. yeah so he he like but it's always like a just missed it kind of thing where he sees them but then he's unable to get to them quick enough then yeah. he gets a ride with this, oh my god. And this is another instance of I would never get in a car yeah, with this Yeah, this person. guy's a loon. Yeah, he's like, the, he. this guy is driving a van, not paying attention, trying to pick up a tomato off of the car floor, which never in burger. my life would I ever eat a tomato that has fallen on the car floor. 
Um, I mean, that is a dirty tomato. It's disgusting. It's pretty gross. And you love tomatoes. I do love tomatoes. (gasps) Which, by the way, can I tell you, this is a side tangent, but like literally, who cares? Um, Can I tell you an appetizer that I made for the Christmas party I went to? Because I think you would like it. So they're called antipasto skewers. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and you get like basically a long toothpick. I don't know, six inches or whatever. Oh, that's a good size. Yeah. (laughs) You do a cherry tomato, a little mozzarella ball that's Yum. been like marinated in like Italian dressing. Yum. Um, you do a you could do any kind of olive. I did Kalamata olives. Disgusting, but okay. Per- move forward. Um, a ba- a little bit of basil, like a leaf, like yeah. a fresh basil leaf. Um, and then you do um, what the hell are those things called? Tortellinis, the like pasta with the cheese. Oh, yeah. You know, one of those on there. And then you drizzle a little bit of balsamic reduction on it. And it is like fabulous. It tastes really good. That sounds very good, minus the olive. That sounds great. Yeah. And like the olive, you would just eat it around or no. Avoid the it, you issue know? with olives is, is that like olives just need to be near other things and they get their olive stank all you don't over like all the any kind of olive no and i don't like the the shit that rubs off on it from it i also have another question it's like um, herpes what's up <laughs> it's like herpes what's up um hey sarah i know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I I I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also um I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got, it was like beautiful high quality hardcover books plus free shipping which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, you and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48-hour time period. It had twists. It had turns. Kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. So tell me what you liked about the book then. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really good and i'm excited to dive into the other book that i have um but the great thing is sarah is that listeners can sign up for book of the month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code pedals for just five dollars wow what a deal check out book of the month club for all of your reading needs yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Okay, do you subscribe to the olive theory? Um, and then if you do, yeah. does Adam eat olives? No, because olives are disgusting. Oh, so you're just this fr- you're just a straight up no olive household. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure we have at least four kinds of olives in our fridge right now. Well, I Will don't know. loves olives. You all are like some sort of like rando Italian or whatever. That's probably We're where it comes not, from. Not either of us are Italian. But I don't know what to tell We're just you. The most like white Irish German people you can find. Yeah. You like, guys literally- are like West European. We're very European. Western European. I don't know. I think we're more East, right? Why are you quizzing me on geography right now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and so, yeah. So they keep missing each other. And then Jake, like, almost gets run over by this tomato man. Yeah. And he's hitchhiking in the yes. middle of the street, which is not safe. No. And this guy leans down to pick up his stupid, dirty tomato, almost runs him over, I think this man thinks that Jake is actually Santa Claus. Um, I don't know what this man thinks because I don't think Nolan thinks. He doesn't think. He literally doesn't think. And so Jake is like, oh, my gosh, chase that car. It has my girlfriend in it because, again, they run into each other again, which I'm also shocked that at zero points in this film did Allie look because – Jake is wearing a bright red Santa outfit and running yeah. through lanes of traffic. And I don't understand how Allie wasn't like, oh, hey, that's weird. You would think, but Allie's too busy uh, singing. Oh, God. She was singing. Can you she was not? singing something? Um, sorry. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm talking to Belle, my dog. <laughs> She's like scratching at the door. Oh, and she's like, done with this podcast. She doesn't like this podcast. She doesn't think it's very good. She hates JT. <laughs> she's like, you know what? I don't like this. She okay. So Allie was singing Dr. Jones by Aqua. Do you know that song? Dr. I, Jones, Dr. Jones, calling Dr. Jones. Was that what she's singing? I don't know. I-B-I-O. I-B-I-O. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love Have you ever listened to this Aqua CD? Isn't Aqua the one that did um, Barbie, Girl. Barbie Girl? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, say. yeah. So, I'm going to tell you this album by Aqua called Aquarium, their first album, yes. was like crack to me. Oh, you listened to it a lot. Crack. Okay. I loved it. And yeah, I. <laughs> It's it's nonsense, but also their second album is nonsense too. I think it's Aquarius. Um, I would just love to listen to this music with you one day. Um, okay, we should we'll set that up next time I see you. We're gonna listen to this. It sounds insane. (laughs) It's like yodeling in the middle of the song. (laughs) Well, okay, there is uh this Halloween sound song that I love. Oh my gosh. It's Halloween in the depths of the night. Make you scream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Um, it's really good. <laughs> so Jake ends up in this van with this Nolan guy. And of course, the cops are going to pull him over because he's speeding. And Nolan is like, no, my dad says you can't ever go to jail or whatever. And obviously there's stolen goods in the back of the van. And this is where I was like really confused. So then Nolan is going to pretend to be Jake's elf. 
But I don't understand why Jake gets in the driver's seat because if someone's going to get arrested, I would not want to be the one in the driver's seat, you know? I totally absolutely agree because also then that makes it look like Jake's the one that's speeding. Exactly. But also Jake doesn't have his ID on him. Yeah. So it's like so stupid to get into the driver's seat. But I guess the point is, is that Nolan is like a criminal. And, right. And Jake uh, is like the best con man. Yes, so he's, he's like, I could talk man. my way out of literally anything. Right. So basically the lie is they're on their way to the local children's hospital to pass right. out presents and they're running late. So they had to speed. And the cop is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to let you go. And guess what? Like, let me escort you. Yeah, You get a police escort and then he's. Oh, I just need, I want to see the look on these kids' faces when you give them these presents. So, of course, they're giving them, like, stolen goods. Like, oh, here's a toaster oven. Here's a dust buster. And the last kid in this line is, like, I just want to go home and see my family and my aunt and my uncle mi and my familia, brother and my yeah. mi, mi hermano, mi hermana, like, on and on and on. Yeah, uh, yeah, with his big brown eyes, you just so feel so bad. And like, I don't mm-hmm. know what he has, but he's sickly, and all he wants to do is go home, which really just tugs on everyone's heartstrings. Yeah, and it, you know, Nolan calls his family. He's like, I don't want to be a criminal anymore. And he and... says it right in front of the cop. He's yeah, like, he's I, don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to sell stolen, stolen goods, goods anymore. anymore. <laughs> But the cop is too busy because we'll find out. He's trying to get in touch with his ex-wife, Marjorie. Marjorie has left him because he apparently, like, kissed one of her friends or something. He's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. dog. He got caught. And so she moved, like, six hours away to Nebraska. And once Jake finds out that she's in Nebraska, he's like, let's go. I'll help you win her back. And they come into an agreement where... If he successfully gets Marjorie back with the cop, the cop will buy him a bus ticket to New York because he does, like we said, no money, no ID, nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, meanwhile, Allie and Eddie are on their own little trip across the country and they stay at like the cutest little, like, Christmas themed hotel, motel situation. Yeah. It, yeah, they get basically it's like a roadside attraction, and Allie's like, if you were going to take me, then I want to stay at this hotel. It's like a Christmas wonderland. So they stay yes. there. And uh once Jake is on, well, okay, well, then there's like this whole thing where he gets Marjorie back for the cop. Hooray, hooray. Like he sings. Honestly, I feel like the cop is the one who does most of the work because I feel like it's the song that really wins no. Marjorie over. Hello, no, because Jake was writing the song and passing him notes. Oh, okay, so yes, yeah. so it was mostly Jake. It's just the, the actual. It really was a joint effort, but Jake is the one with all the con man stuff, and so he's able to like get Marjorie, and everyone is like in tears at this restaurant, like they love it, and he gets the bus ticket. However, when he's about to get on the bus, on TV, they're, like, covering this whole, like, village celebration situation. And Eddie and Allie are standing underneath the mistletoe. And Eddie just straight up kisses Allie. And, like, I will say, it did look like Allie enjoyed that kiss. Yeah, I definitely think she enjoyed that kiss. Mm -hmm. Because they're getting closer as this road trip is going on. She's like, maybe you're not such a dickhead. But he really is. 
Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the kiss. You enjoyed the kiss or she enjoyed the kiss? She enjoyed the kiss. I yeah. was like, you are a philanderer. How dare you kiss <laughs> in on television? And of course, Jake saw. So yeah. then well, I thought he was gonna just be like, I'm not getting on this bus. But instead, he gets on the bus and is like, I'm just gonna con the driver to drive to where they're staying yeah it didn't work at first the driver was like no fuck you this is a one-way stop to new york yes um gosh if he didn't have such a temper he would just keep his eye on the prize and go straight to new york exactly but instead and this is where i was like what is going on on i mean i was already asking that earlier but like he so he sees this kid with a bunch of crayons and then he sees this man Eating the grossest fucking like sandwich situation I've ever seen. I don't know what this was supposed I think it to was, be. I think it was. I think it was liver. Like I. But think it, it looks raw. Ugh, I don't know what to say. I don't. Jess. I don't know. I don't try liver. I've never had liver. It was so really I, I gross. So he basically is like, I have a liver transplant that I need to get delivered. Well, who writes on a cooler in crayon for like actually official? transplants there's no one would be taking a bus like this doesn't make any sense no. and yet immediately he gets everyone on his side yeah all the other people on the bus are like yes we must deliver this liver that we found on the bus to this location yeah. this young girl ali is in need of her liver transplant she is going to die yeah so everybody just persuades the bus driver to go there if i was a passenger on this bus i'd be like fuck this let's just go to new york especially because it's literally like gonna be christmas eve yeah we don't have time for this nonsense we gotta get so yeah he finds his way to the christmas village and then confronts Allie and eddie and Allie's like your douche like Fi figure finds out about the porsche and is like yep. fuck you fuck you eddie fuck everybody I'm taking his spot on the bus. Let's go. And then everybody finds out that, like, Ali was not a little girl that needed a liver transplant. Yes. And, and then so she's so, able to take his spot. So he's really kicked off the bus now. And she's on her way to New York. Uh, and he is stuck with Eddie. Now, Eddie. Yeah, and now Eddie's like, okay, I've never seen someone be dumped that hard. Come on. Come on in. Yeah. So now the douches have grouped together to become a giant douche. One giant car full of douches. <laughs> so they're like driving for I don't know how long, maybe six hours connecting. And then Eddie's like, wait a minute. I'm being too nice to you. I need to, stop, I need to stop being nice. Get out of my car. This was okay. the dumbest thing ever where he just was like, uh, get out of my car and it's like oh uh, all right uh, jake just happens upon a 5k santa claus race it just happens that's what this movie should have been called just happened upon yeah it just happened upon and so the thing so he gets this other guy who turns out to end up being the mayor to like pay for his entry fee which is ten dollars and the thing that got me is i was like you cannot convince me that there are not people who train all year for this, but oh, like Jake is somehow yeah. just able to like, you know, and also tell me that because I was, of course, I'm watching all the Santa Claus's run. There's a guy 
who looked like he was had trained, right? Like he looked like he was very fit. He was like in a fit Santa Claus, like running outfit. The, the Kenyan gentleman. Yeah. Why did he have a helmet on? This was a this was not a biathlon, a triathlon. It's simply running 5K. And so I don't understand why he's wearing a helmet. Maybe he's just like, you know what? I'm going to push myself and make this into a triathlon. Safety first. <laughs> Safety first. Because <laughs> he saw all the other Santa Clauses stumble yeah. over each other well, at one yeah. point. Well, all the other Santa Clauses are like 70-year-olds men who are Someone past like their lost prime. a lung or something. Like, I don't think, sir, I don't think you should be running a 5K if you only have one lung. I don't, I don't know how many lungs you need to run like 5K. I mean, I think you need two to even live. Like kidneys, you can exist with one, but I'm right. pretty sure you need both lungs. Hmm. Well, your heart needs all that oxygen, you know. <sighs> you know. Too bad we're not scientists oh, well, or doctors. I don't, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, Breath so he meets this guy, uh, Jeff Wilson, who like is very close to winning, and in fact, probably could have like won because Jake loses his hat at the last second, and you need the hat and the beard on in order. I to win. do. I do like those rules. Me too, because it's you know it's sweaty under that yeah. beard and hat. Yeah. I like I like that this town is really firm on their regulations. Yeah. No hat, no beard, no win. No win. So yeah, he pulls it out at the last second. The mayor slowed down. He could have won. The mayor slowed down and watched Jake lose his hat. Yeah. And then Jake is able to catch up and win. And the reason he entered this in the first place is because he can win a thousand dollars and Which then is... he could buy a plane mm -hmm. ticket home. Very good. Um, I I do think that – so then he is, like, in the taxi, and the taxi basically guilts Jake to go back and be like, oh, because the mayor donates all of the money for, I don't know, children. It's food. I think it's food. I think it's for, like, Christmas dinner for people who can't afford it or something like that. <sighs> so Jake feels bad because – uh, as the tagline says, somewhere between California and New York, he grew a heart, which mm -hmm. I don't agree with. But no. now we had to pretend like he's becoming a changed man. And he winds up giving all the money, all the money, most of the money. I'm not looks, sure. I think it's all the money. And he, like, attempts to leave it in the mayor's mailbox. But the mayor, like, sees him doing it. And he, like, invites him in. Oh, do you want to have dinner with us? But he's like, no, no, no. But he calls his sister or he calls his house again. And every time he calls, he seems to never be getting his actual dad. And yeah. he talks to his sister. And his sister, I mean, let me just say, nicest sister ever. I wouldn't do this. She's like, I have so much money saved up from like birthdays and stuff. Let me buy you a plane yeah. ticket to come yeah. home because she dad said, wants to see you. Well, yeah. She says that I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for dad. I wouldn't do it for you, but I would do it for dad. She loves her dad daddy's girl i mean if she loves her dad that much i'd be like dad jake fucked up again and needs money to get out no. <laughs> that, no. so she he goes like i can't do this because i don't have an id and then they're like oh wait we could do a password so he gets to the airport gives the password but then they were like, oh, you also need an ID. So he because can't. Because you can't just get on a freaking plane without identification. Oh I understand God. this is pre-9-11, but like you, you still can't. need an ID. So he's stuck again. And then what he decides to do is become a stowaway with the 
dog with the dogs underneath the plane, which I've always heard that like there's less. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you'll survive it down there, but what do I know? That there's less what down there? This is not true, but I've always heard that like the pressure is different. There's like less oxygen, but then how do the dogs survive? I'm not quite sure. Oh, and the plane. I have no idea. This seems terrible, but yeah, he he basically gets in the um like where the dogs go on a plane in yeah, the tunnel. He goes away with this like giant slobbering dog. I think it looks like a boxer or like a mastiff or something. Sure. And so then he goes. Then he tries to go on a train. It's like. Then he's like the one of the more dangerous things he does is he's just riding on someone's roof of a yeah. car and this he's is... banging on the, the the hood and I'm like are the roof and I'm like how is that person not hearing that <laughs> this is like honestly like remember every single time I watch one of these movies I'm like I would just give up like all for what just like go to bed I just want to yeah. go to bed. Uh, so he ultimately finally is in his own town in uh, New York of some sort, and he is uh, basically steals a sleigh. Yeah, because they're doing some sort of like Christmas, Christmas parade. pageant parade situation. Yes, yes. Yeah, so he steals the sleigh, and so he instead of going to his house first he goes to find Allie he like apologizes to her yeah which I thought was uh interesting and I guess surprising but well, yeah. here's the situation though okay so he picks up Allie right he brings her to his house uh outside and he still has time like he's made it on time before 6 p.m and he says tell me after when it hits 6 p.m and she's like but what about the Porsche and he's like no nah, I don't I don't even care I don't care about that Porsche and then all the bells chime at six o'clock. Here's the thing, Sarah. Mm-hmm. We all fucking knew the dad was not going to be like, oh, looks like it's 601, son. We all fucking knew the dad was going to be like, it's one minute over. The point is that you're home. Here's your fucking Porsche. Yeah. I would have liked to see a movie where he basically is just a dick. And it's like, where do you think I you learned how to be a dick from? You're one minute over. And you don't get the Porsche. But basically, that's not what he does. His dad's like, I'm so glad that you're home. This is the best Christmas ever. Here's the Porsche. I, you know, I knew that you were going, I I had faith or whatever that you were going to show up. This is the best Mm -hmm. Christmas ever. And uh, basically, Jake is truly a changed man because he says, I do not need this Porsche. I just need you, Dad, and to spend he's like, every we're gonna spend, holiday with you. We're going to spend every holiday fixing up this car. Not only does he do this, but then he's just like, oh, and also now I'm okay with my stepmom, and I want to know what size sweater she wears, and I'm going to buy her a sweater. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe this. He's I don't think, man. yeah, I don't think that. Um, a guy like this changes instantly, right? No, like, not at don't, all. We don't trust this. Once a con man, always a con man. Yeah, like I, I mean, maybe he could be reformed after like a, a therapy in a year, but I, I really don't think that he is changed. But 
he he thinks that he is and Allie thinks that he is so Mm -hmm. all is forgiven all is good um in this christmas and he's home and uh, yeah he made it hooray now yeah i don't know like what what do you what do you think the lesson of this movie is this is really tough this is really tough because honestly it feels like the lesson is if you're a con man you could pretty much get away with anything and people will just forgive you uh yeah i mean but don't be a douchebag like eddie no (laughs) yeah we don't know where eddie wound up doing he got well he got arrested because he wanted to drive his car seemingly through the like 5k or something and they had cops dressed as christmas trees and he yells at them like get your balls out of my way or something and that apparently is enough to warrant arrest of course (laughs) (laughs) i'm such a fucking idiot why did i ask you that it's the dumbest thing um yeah let's be real this movie is not great like i didn't okay here's the thing i didn't have a bad time watching this movie and the re one of the reasons why i feel like there is a specific it feels like it's it's very 90s it feels very of its time and part of that is like the soundtrack to me sarah this felt very like same kind of vibe as like home alone where it's like and it's you know what i mean like it's all like Mm -hmm. zippy and like people are running and chasing and we're trying to get home and like it was silly but like literally none of the characters did it for me jessica beale is like literally white wallpaper and the question is why do we need white wallpaper because you literally just paint your walls white she did have some zest she said that she was going to sock eddie her hair also oh yeah the she also is as at one point i'm pretty sure she calls jtt a butthead <laughs> wait a minute do you remember the point in the time where she's like i love jake because jake said my hands are smaller than oh yes rain's hands or something it like made that. no sense it was apparently a quote from like ee e. cummings oh my uh, god and she's like and that's why i love jake because small. he says like incredible things yeah it made no fucking sense uh not even the rain has such small hands the rain doesn't fucking have hands i gotta say that is like a really good compliment do you want small hands Is yeah i like do i do i do want small i mean you hands. have smaller hands than i have so <sighs> i just think like I, okay here's the thing i don't have a need for like a specific size hand because if i had small hands i'm a very i'm a large person like i'm tall and everything i would look so fucking weird if i had tiny hands so it just should always be in proportion to your body or else it's gonna look fucking weird yeah yeah uh yeah yeah but yeah. yeah it's the i don't know i just jessica beale doesn't do it for me her hair looked so flat and weird and it was very yeah. distracting it was flippy at the end she kept saying she was gonna sock eddie she said it about a dozen times and i was like literally she, no one says that yeah she did wind up socking eddie mm-hmm. um i did like the beginning of this movie when they were in California? Yeah, when they're in college. And you I love liked, a college moment. I did. I like to see um what's his face and his his scams. And he had this like little assistant boy. That was fun. Especially that, the beeper moment. Yeah, that did all of his bidding. And I did enjoy that. Okay. Um, I just like these movies that have this type of thing, 
they just give me anxiety. I get that. Yeah. I just because it's just like, are they gonna make it? Are they gonna get arrested? Are they gonna like he should get arrested for all the cons, every con. Yeah, he's a con man. He's going to grow up and be a criminal. Yeah, he already has one. Yum. Yeah, this movie was like silly and fun, but certainly it's not something I would add to my yearly holiday rotation. At this rate, I don't know if there is a movie that I want to watch on my yearly rotation. Let me see. I'm Googling 90s Christmas movies. Let's, what haven't we seen that we need to? We did the Santa Claus. We did Jingle All the Way. We haven't done Nightmare Before Christmas. That is one that is 90s that we haven't done. Spooky. Um... Home Alone, we've done. Home Alone 2, we've done. I'll be home for Christmas. We're talking about it now. We haven't done Miracle on 34th Street, the one with the girl from Matilda. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Frost, we've done. Muppet Christmas Carol, we haven't done. But, like, what are we going to say about just, Muppet Christmas Carol? It's just the Christmas Carol. We still have to do While You Were Sleeping. Right. We've talked and then, about that. Yeah. Right. Right, right, um, right, right, right. Um, yeah. I guess the answer is there are some, but the question is more of are they worth watching? I mean, as long as we're doing this podcast, we'll do holiday content. Yeah. Also, if you have any like holiday movies that are like near and dear to you that you'd want us to cover next year, uh, hit us up. Uh, of any faith, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Let, yeah. let us know what's going on and maybe we'll add it to the rotation. I watched um, Meet Me in St. Louis this <gasps> year. How was that? It was fine. It was pretty good. Okay. I mean, the trolley song was a bop. Oh, the trolley song. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell people maybe like your top few Christmas movies or holiday movies that you watch every year? Do you have any? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know if I have any. You don't have any? Well, you love so. like a like cheesy Hallmark. Yeah. I that's why that's what I enjoy watching. I typically watch as many as I can find mm-hmm. that come out in the new year. Um, the next one that I want to watch is one with Jason Biggs, Heather Graham, and I don't know, oh, there's Jason some other Biggs. people. Yeah, it's on Netflix. The best Christmas ever. Yeah, I think that's gonna be the next one that I watched. Oh, Brandy's but... in it. Oh, yes, Brandy's in that's it. Fun. Yeah. Um, but that's my favorite type of holiday movie. But gotcha. gosh, like everybody loves Elf, and I just don't know if I get it. Um, Elf is like a silly option. If you're in the mood for like silliness, then I feel like Elf is the go-to. Um, I I love Love Actually. What can I say? I'm a simp. I, I really enjoy that film. I love The Holiday. The Holiday is, in my opinion, probably the best Christmas rom-com. Um, mm. I think it's like absolutely like the best. It's so well done. Um, I mean, I know that I love all the other ones, everyone else, you know, Home Alone and, and all those fun ones, but yeah, I don't know. I think I just would rather watch like a shitty Hallmark movie or Lifetime movie. I That's just fair. find them very entertaining. And well, they're so bad that it's like, yeah, yeah. and you always know how they're going to end. So it's not like yeah. you're ever like on the edge of your seat, like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not dying over here wondering what's going to happen. But yeah, I watched Xmas with uh, Lay Meester. Who? Layton Meester. Blair. Oh, I thought you said Lame Easter. Layton Meester. And then I watched one like, I don't know, called like Tiffany's 
Talks of Tiffany's. I don't know. Shay Mitchell. Something from Tiffany's. Shay okay. Mitchell was in that one. Yeah. That's okay, I feel like some rush this year. People at least. Yeah. I mean, mostly not, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what's going on. And then um, any exciting holiday plans for you? Uh, I have another family Christmas party to attend this weekend. And then that's pretty much all the hubbub until Christmas Day. Mm. Um, no, yeah, just pretty quiet. I'm hoping for some snow at some point. It did. We've had some dustings of snow, uh, but we've been getting a lot of rain lately, and it's kind of depressing to have rain in December. Oh, so grody. I know. Um, Ugh. yeah, I'm going to Bloomington, Indiana for the holidays, so Exciting. I'm excited to check that out. Yeah um yeah no uh, that's this is going to be it for our holiday content so like we said before if you have any recommendations for next year hit us up shitnotiespod.com shitnotiespod at gmail.com and uh shitnotiespod on twitter and instagram if you want to let us know what you're thinking in terms of holiday yeah. content we're gonna have to tap into the 80s eventually or maybe the early aughts early aughts it's yeah before, i mean i would be for 2010 it. I'd be that open opens to up it. A, a whole heap of movies, like yeah, four Christmases and oh, I think I've seen four other Christmases. shit. That's the one with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, and yeah, I've seen that one. Spoon. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for us for this holiday season. That's it. I hope you all have a happy holiday, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll. I don't know. We'll see you in the new year. But like, I really, I just think that like we probably have a couple more episodes of Felicity out before the end of the year. Yeah. If you but, listen to our Felicity content, yeah. then you'll hear us there. Otherwise, we'll talk to you in January when because we're gonna have we're gonna have an announcement, and we have to probably actually decide when we're gonna announce things, Sarah. Because mm-hmm. when is this podcast coming out? <laughs> is it coming out on Christmas Day? Sure. Merry well, Christmas, we- you whores. <laughs> beautiful do you want to then announce the big uh surprise or do oh. we want to hold it off well okay so we should wait until january 1st to announce it no 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 we shouldn't okay okay if you because if you i think that if you are still here by this point mm-hmm. then you should know what it is but i don't think we okay. should do the official announcement until january 1st so if you know if you are actually listening to the end of the podcast and you get a treat oh. Because this is a special reward. So, we've um, been cooking something up for a um, while now. It's always been on the, it's always been an option for us. Sure. Yeah. Um, But we have decided in 2024, we are starting a new show in addition Mm -hmm. to Felicity. So, Um, lucky you because we haven't done this in a while. We haven't done this since back in the day when we did a Boy Meets Worlds and Dawson's Creek Days. Mm -hmm. But we are covering Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Boom! It's happening. And for those who are unaware, uh, neither of us have seen Buffy. Mm -mm. I've seen the pilot. Maybe, uh, the, but it's been a it's been a bit. If I've seen any of it, it's been a very long time. And the yeah. good news is, I don't remember any of it. You so, don't know anything. I think I'm a little bit more in the know just because of like being pop culture and a, stuff. A pop culture friend. The only thing I know culture. is there's someone named Angel, and he eventually gets a spinoff. Yes, that is true. Sorry, spoilers, but it's important because if you know spoilers, don't tell us anything. Be cool, yes. all right? Be you cool, guys. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. 
be cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we're very excited to go down that adventure. It's truly a new era of Shit 90 Shows taught me. And we hope that you join us on the journey. Yes. Uh, so that's coming up. So stay tuned. And uh, that's all we have going on. Shit 90 Spot Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Jess Sterling. Sarah's at Sarah Ferguson. We hope you all have a lovely holiday. Stay warm. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And uh, we'll talk to you all in the new year. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye. Shit 90 Shows taught me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.